Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a big tech product manager, mathematician, futurist, tech optimist, artist and creator, and I'm here bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about. So before we get into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, hit the like button. If you're listening on your podcast player, uh, go ahead and subscribe or follow, leave a five-star review, that would be amazing. If you wanna keep up with me on social media, I'm on Instagram and TikTok, at Edition with Addy, as well as Twitter, at Edition Pod. My personal Twitter is at Addy Adewusi, and you can always anonymously email me with questions, editionpod at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to the Substack, which gives you the podcast, as well as the link to the YouTube channel, as well as all of the show notes directly into your email inbox. That is editionpod.substack.com. All right, I know it's been a week, so let's get into today's episode. So the markets. Bitcoin is at 19,364. It is down 4.18% over the past seven days. Ethereum is at 1,637. It is up 3.74% over the past seven days. So unclear what's going on with the crypto markets. I have no reason to explain why they've been dropping. Ethereum has the merge coming up. I did find the if, if a whole like frequently asked questions package about the Ethereum merge on Coindesk. So I have it linked into the show notes. So if you're watching on YouTube, it's in the description. If you're listening in the podcast app, it's in the podcast description. If you're in the Substack, you can read it in the show notes. Uh, so if you wanna know what's going on with the Ethereum merge, what is it, what's the impact, all that information will be there. So moving on to the stock markets, the S&P 500 is up 0.63% over the past five days, and the NASDAQ is down 0.21% over the past five days, so pretty flat over the past week or so, but there has been a lot going on, and today's hot topic, I have two hot topics today, I have to talk about the snap layoffs. Okay, so if you haven't heard, if you're living under a rock, Snap laid off 20% or is in the process of laying off 20% of its workforce. And Snap is the owner of Snapchat. If you're not familiar, it's the instant messenger disappearing pictures and video app that typically was popular with kids and teens, some millennials, but um, they are struggling right now. So let me quote from the CNBC article. I quote, Snap is laying off 20% of its workforce, which equates to over 1,000 employees, according to a report published Tuesday by The Verge. The layoffs will begin on Wednesday, the report said, and will affect certain departments, including hardware and developer products. Snap has had a difficult year, with the companies most recently missing on both revenue and earnings in the second quarter. In its Q2 investor letter on July 21st, Snap said it would not provide guidance for its current quarter and said forward-looking visibility remains incredibly challenging. 
Snap shares dropped more than 25% on the day it reported its second quarter earnings. The company's disappointing results kickstarted a wave of social media companies reporting poor results, citing a weak online advertising market, among other things. The social media companies blamed some of their problems on businesses cutting back on digital advertising because of the weak economy. Additionally, these companies have said that a 2021 privacy update to Apple's iOS has made it more difficult for them to track users, thus negatively impacting their online ad units, end quote. So the story of Snap is a story of a lot of big tech companies right now that are dependent on advertising. They are impacted by Apple's 2021 privacy changes. And that's the interesting and fascinating thing to me about tech. So there will always be ripple effects of decisions. So the market that we had where the thriving ad business that we had was based on us as consumers, not necessarily caring what happened to our data. Then there was a big wave for privacy and data protection, largely led by the European Union, that has had an impact. So now our data is more anonymized, more private, but now um, those companies that were profiting are struggling to you know meet their same targets because they have less data on us so um, that affects our wallets if we are invested in these companies so everything is connected everything has an impact so i am going to get into this more in the career segment but you know, just talking about how to protect yourself from a layoff, how to create your own job security. I'll get to that later. Um, Next, I'm going to talk about Amazon and their move in their return to office policy. So if you haven't been paying attention to return to office, so a lot of companies, a lot of big companies are doing the three days in the office, two days off. So Microsoft, Google, Apple, Most of uh, those three, I believe, are doing three days on, meaning in the office, two days off. Whereas companies like Airbnb have said, you know what, we're just remote. You can work from anywhere. We are a travel company. I will link that episode where I talk about that in the show notes. Now, here comes Amazon. (laughs) All right, so I quote from CNBC. Amazon CEO Andy Jassy says the company doesn't plan to order corporate employees to return to the office. Quote, we don't have a plan to require people to come back, end quote, Jassy said on stage Wednesday at the Code Conference in Los Angeles. Quoting again, we don't right now, but we are going to proceed adaptively as we learned, end quote. Amazon tech workers were told to work from home in early 2020 as the coronavirus spread rapidly. In October, Jassy said Amazon would leave it up to individual individual managers to decide how often workers would be required to come into the office, which marked a sharp reversal from its earlier goal of returning to a, in quotes, office-centric culture. Jassy said Wednesday most employees have returned to physical offices and are spending some days working from home. Certain teams tend to be at the office more often, such as hardware or creative units, while others, such as engineers, continue to work largely remotely, he added, end quote. Okay, so I talked about this, I talk about this last week. I am in the office five days a week just because, honestly, I'm tired. I, I don't, 
like the mental gymnastics of figuring out, oh, am I going to come in today? Am I not going to come in today? I, I basically get rid of all fear that I'm being monitored for coming into the office. Not that I am, but, you know, it just makes my life simpler just to come into the office. People who are working three days on, two days off, it, you know, if they have a schedule, they stick to it, you know, I, I hope they feel comfortable. People who are work remote, working remotely, they should feel confident in their decision. It's statements like this. So first, I think Amazon is trying to position itself against its, the other tech companies and say, hey, we're not going to tell you to come back to work. We don't really care. But they leave an opening. They say, we don't right now, but we're going to proceed adaptively as we learn, which means at any point they can say, you guys need to come back to the office. So it's basically a, a non-decision. And I think tech workers, and not that I speak for all tech workers, it's, it's frustrating when it's not clear. Um, I like to know what is expected of me. Um, I think not, not specifically my current employer, but what I hear a lot is we really want you to come back to work, but we are doing hybrid three days on, two days off. Like that to me kind of contradicts each other. So I'm glad that there's a little diversity in how tech companies are approaching return to office, but I don't, I think it's confusing people. I think people would be, it would just make life simpler if there was a hard line because, you know, people are making decisions about like where to live, if they're going to buy a house or not. And, you know, frankly, which company they're going to work for based on their return to office policies. But that being said, it's your career, it's your life, it's your choice. So just be prepared. Um, unless your company has a hard line, 100% remote policy, and the whole company is remote, prepare to return to the office. Like, it's just prepare because we don't know what's going to happen with the markets for the remainder of the year. We don't know how long we're going to be in this tech recession. I would just prepare to go back to the office and you know, if you're an overachiever like me, just come in every day. It's, I feel no guilt. Um, I'm get, meeting my coworkers. I have a desk, you know, I, I'm not working in my home. I'm not taking up dining room space for my office. Um, so, you know, I'm just doing what works for me. But I do think it's interesting that Amazon is positioning itself as the remote friendly company. And I think it's going to be good for them, honestly. Okay, so let's move on to the career segment. So as you know, we're doing the first 90 days. I'm in my first 90 days at Google. I just finished my sixth week. I'm in the middle of my seventh week right now. I know I have not been as consistent with the podcast in the past, um, few weeks and I don't plan on continuing to be inconsistent, but I'm going to tell you why. This is crunch time right now for tech workers. You know, we are in the worst tech recession since the dot-com bubble. Maybe uh, maybe there's a brief one in March 2020 in COVID. There, there may have also been a brief one in 2011, but this is major. You know, Snap just cut 20%. Stock prices are down significantly. Um, you know, companies are, you know, wanting to tighten up, things like that. So I have to focus on creating my job security. So you may know 
Um, there is a saying at companies, first, last one in, first one out. So if you are the newest person on your team, if there ever was a restructure or reorganization, you're probably the person they care least about. I'm not saying that's true in my case, but that's just the best practices that I've heard from my wise counsel. So I made the decision to leave and um, make a career move in the middle of a major you know, tech recession. So that decision is on me. So that decision is also on me to ensure that I am creating job security for myself. And to remind me of that, my screensaver on my computer at work, I'm going to quote, I'm going to read the quote. So the quote is, to be successful, you must be willing to do the things today others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow others won't have, end quote. So I'm going to read that again. To be successful, you must be willing to do the things today others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. And that's a quote from Les Brown, L-E-S Brown. He's an amazing motivational speaker. Uh, If you go on YouTube and search Les Brown, uh, your life will be changed uh, with all the motivational, inspirational videos that you hear from him. So something to ask as you are going through your day as a tech worker during these uncertain times, if your company had to do layoffs, why would they keep you? Like, I know tech workers like to think that we live in a, a meritocracy and the, the people who do the best work or write the best code are safe and they're never, you know, they're, they're never at risk. That's just not how life works. Hard decisions have to be made and sometimes life isn't fair. And I'm not saying that's happening right now, but I'm just saying for me as a tech employee, that's how I'm mentally preparing myself. That's how I'm structuring my day. That's um, how I'm planning out you know, the rest of this year, looking ahead to next year. How, how, what, what, what do I need to do to not be someone that is laid off? if it were to ever happen. And um, so table stakes is being excellent at your job, right? Um, Doing the best you can, asking the right questions, you know, being proactive, being friendly, agreeable, you know, someone that people want to work with, you know, like, because let's be real, the first person that someone is going to cut off the team is the person they don't like and that the person that has a bad attitude. So... Even though things are depressing and scary right now, do your best to have like a good attitude, smile, you know, genuinely try to get to know your work coworkers, learn from them, things like that. Um, I I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it again. Stay networking, stay networking, both within your company and outside of your company keep your networking strong. And this does not mean showing up at networking events. This means talking to the people that sit in the cubicles next to you. This means uh, checking in with your old coworkers and saying, hey, how things are going? How are things going? This means going to your college alumni events. I have an event next weekend. We're doing a field day. Um, It's like a, you know, a whole bunch of colleges and I'm going. I don't know 
these people, I don't want to play sports, but I'm showing up because I need to network. And I'm sure there's going to be someone there um, that I'm going to want to talk to and make a connection with. Uh, also, go to your teams slash manager social events. So we are having a virtual offsite. And of course, all these things are optional, like these you know, virtual happy hours, um, playing Among Us, uh, engaging in the Slack chat or the Teams chat or things like that. All these things are optional. Engage because you want people to see your name over and over and over and over again, see your face over and over and over again, especially if you're working remotely. Even someone like myself, I'm in the office five days a week, but most of my team is not in Atlanta. So I'm remote whether I want to or not. So um, engage, engage, engage. All right. Also ask to meet your team. And I know right now budgets are tight, um, so they may not necessarily fly you out. But depending on how far it is, it may be worth the investment just to buy a ticket and pop over, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to do that. Like if I can't get budget to um, visit, you know, my team in New York, I have reasons to go to New York. Why not pop over and see my team? Um, think about how much you get paid per year and think about how much a plane ticket is to your team. Um, it's kind of worth the risk, right? And and I'm not saying do this. I'm, I'm just saying it's something to think about. Remember the quote, to be successful, you must be willing to do the things today others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. So um, addition is a podcast for overachievers, for super ambitious people. So don't feel like you're failing if you're not even considering or taking my advice. Um, but these are the things that I'm doing personally. Okay, so that's, that's week six and seven. So long story short, I've been busy. I've been doing a lot um, to you know build my connections, build my network. Um, also rest and recover because that's an important part of being able to show up for work as my best self. Um, but let's talk about what I'm geeked out about this week. I actually have two things this week. So first, fantasy football. Fantasy football. Yes, Addy played, is in a fantasy football league. Um, and <laughs> I, my experience with footballs, my brother was a football player in high school and college and I was a cheerleader in college, and I've dated people who were football fans. That, that's my extent of football experience. I'm very, I don't know who the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons is right now. Um, however, I saw that my team was doing a fantasy football league. Initially, I you know, was like, no, I'm not doing that. I mean, I just mentally ignored it. But then they said, hey, we need one more player. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sign up because one, I need to connect with my team. Two, this is a, a social event. There's, there's going to be a bonds created um, through this fantasy football league that I would benefit from being the last one in. And also, why not you know, try something new. I, there's a quote, life begins at the end of your comfort zone, you know, so why not? You know, so if you're doing, if your company or your team is doing a fantasy football league and you have no interest in football whatsoever, just try it. You don't actually even need to select your own players. There's something called auto draft. 
So if, you know, if two minutes go by and you haven't selected a player, you just get auto-drafted. And yes, there's a buy-in, you know, maybe like $20, some, I don't know what people, how much people charge to get in their fantasy football leagues, but again, it's such a small investment for um, priceless connections. So I'm doing fantasy football. Let's hope I win. My team, my team was graded a C, so off to a good start. <laughs> um, and it was fun. It was really fun. I um, I even got to see my manager, uh, who's on paternity leave, because he just popped in uh, to say hi to everyone. You know, that's awesome. Like stuff like that. Um, second thing that I'm geeked out about this week is I was featured on a podcast. It just came out last weekend. It's the Out on an Island podcast. It's about these two women who live in Hawaii, and they talk about the intersectionality of punk rock and feminism. So if you want to hear me talk about something besides tech, I still do talk about tech and crypto in my interview, but I talk about my history with punk rock, um, how I bring um, punk rock principles to you know, the workplace, workplace, even though I'm technically working for the man and punk rock is anti-establishment, things like that. It's just an interesting video um, or podcast. So if you want to get to know a little bit more about me, check it out. The episode is titled God Save the Queen. You will understand why if you listen to it. And that is the Out on, the, Out on an Island podcast. And I will put that link in the show notes. Okay. So I will be back next week. I am not going to miss another week uh, because this is part of, addition is part of the things that I'm willing to do today um, to be successful that others won't do in order to to have the things tomorrow that others won't have. So I'm showing up for you guys. I still am on my social media break, but um, so if you want to see me, you got to listen to the podcast or watch on YouTube. All right. Well, have a great weekend. Stay strong. We will be okay. Bye.